everybody, welcome to a very special episode of Swiss Pats. As we started last month, around the first of the month, we're going to be dishing out these What is Happening in Switzerland podcasts. So for the next however many minutes, Susie and I are just going to talk about some things we found. They're going on in this lovely little country we call home. Uh, last month we did it at the beginning of December. We're a little late this week, we apologize, but you know, hey was the holidays there's a lot going on at the end of the month so i was busy laying on the couch watching football yeah now i'm not doing that so here we go you benefit so we are going to start off for the month of january in switzerland with food because who doesn't love talking about food we know we do i know i do in saint moritz which is in the eastern part of switzerland for the last 25 years they've had a gourmet food festival and this is the 26th edition it runs january 11th to the 19th in the past 25 years more than 80,000 foodies have traveled from all over the world to attend this event and get a glimpse at the award-winning world-renowned chefs and masters from 30 different countries the festival is a whole town event with hotels, restaurants, and event locations opening their doors to join forces for this amazing, amazing event. It's so popular, the opening night often sells out, as is the case this year, but fear not, there is a whole program available that will entice you to go to St. Moritz. Um, for four afternoons starting Saturday, there's the Chocolate Cult which invites you to try, savor, and enjoy to your heart's content the delicacies that made of the finest chocolate. There's no reservation needed, which is awesome. You can also discover the culinary variety in nine international top chefs, and these guys are, are, are Michelin Award winners. These guys are the best of the best. Tickets can be purchased online, and for further information on hotels and restaurants that you can book for dinner. So go check it out, the St. Moritz Gourmet Food Festival. Yeah, the more I read about that one, the more I wanted to, to head off to St. Moritz to try it out. Sounds really pretty fancy. Yeah, it does. Now I'm going to bring us back to Basel, um, and every year there is an event, one that I've done myself a couple of times, um, called Museum Nacht, Museums Nacht, Museum Night, which this year is falling on the 18th of January, so pretty soon. So what is it? Well, once a year, Basel's museums open their door, and basically you can go to all of the museums uh, within the Basel region for the the ticket price of one ticket as opposed to buying uh, individual tickets. So the the interesting thing about this is that the museums are open from 6 p.m. until 2 o'clock in the morning. And the the thing with uh, museums in Switzerland is that you do have to pay to, to enter them. And I find that they can be quite expensive. So tickets for a normal museum is usually about 18 francs to, to 20 francs per adult. Now, for the price uh, of 24 francs per adult, if you're under 26, it's completely free, you can go to every museum in Basel. Uh, so the, the idea is, is that you're getting all of the uh, museums, um, you know, all the culture available to you in one evening. Now, they do have special events on in each individual museum, and it's worth checking out the ones that you're interested in to see what they have, because it is 
really, really busy, but that is a part of the kind of the excitement and um, the the allure of, of the museum night. So it's a big event in Basel. It does happen, you know, in the winter. Obviously, we're in January. It is cold, but, you know, you can choose. I'm going to go to one museum. I'm going to go to 10 museums. There's buses that they put on. You know, so you can go to the further afield ones in Rien. So the, uh, you know, the Foundation Baylor, which is one of the most expensive in Basel to attend, that's also included in the Basel night, uh, in the museum night. Sorry. So if you want to check out the museum night, I highly recommend it. This year it's happening on the 18th of January. Starts at 6 p.m. Goes all the way till two. You can go out drinking after that if you want. And for tickets, you can go to museumsnacht.ch. So it's definitely worth checking out. I remember getting excited about this last year. And we decided to go to this, and I don't think we ever made to it. I think we just... We went drinking we went, instead. We were at the pub all night. Yeah. So I'm going to make a New Year's resolution to go to it this year and not just go to the pub all yeah. night. So the good thing about the museum night is that you can take your kids um, to a lot of the stuff that's happening, obviously, especially around 6, 7, 8 p.m., because they do do a lot of things that uh, involve the art and, the you know, film and theatre, literature, music, and they, they kind of create these programs that are interesting and fun for the whole family. And then as the night goes on, you know, you can get the babysitter to, to take over and, uh, and then you can enjoy yourself until 2 a.m. Sounds good. So down in Zermatt, we all know Zermatt has the Matterhorn, has skiing. But did you also know Zermatt is known for curling? Of course. Now, you know what curling is, right? I do. I love curling. Uh, It is, uh, it is, it looks, it's a fun kind of drinking sport, but it's also on the Olympics. I was going to say, it's an Olympic sport. It's an Olympic sport. It's like serious business. You know who won the men's gold in the 2018 Olympics? I don't know. USA, baby. USA. Actually, the Swiss got bronze. Yeah, the Scots are usually good as well. Yeah. Well, down in Zermatt, every year since 1992, they have held the Horu Trophy. And this started out as about 20 teams competing, but now it's 76 teams from all over Switzerland and even outside the country. So the tournament has gained international appeal. The Zermatt Curling Club has been around since 1933. So the sport of curling in Zermatt is almost like up there with, with skiing in Zermatt. It's kind of synonymous. So the Horu tournament begins January 17th, and it lasts for three days. There are 76 teams uh, that there is still some availability. Uh, the enrollment fee is 760 francs per team. So you need to know what you're doing on the curling court, ice rink, whatever it's called. If you just want to go and watch, I'm telling you, this is going to be some some pretty interesting uh, interesting curling. There is a, a gala lunch on Friday. There's an aperitif on Thursday. There's a barbecue on Saturday. So it's quite a big festival. So if you want to head down to Zermatt, maybe not do some skiing and check out some curling, some really good curling. That is, again, the 17th through the 20th for the 28th edition of the Horu Trophy. All right, let's head over to Vord now where they have the International Hot Air Balloon Festival. This is a yearly festival that was created in 1979. It attracts huge crowds over two weekends. And this year it starts on January the 26th and it's running until February the 3rd. It is in the Vord Alps. So the town is called the Chateau d'Ior and it will have hundreds of hot air balloons and you know so much going on over these two weekends now 
the my favorite part of any kind of event is when they do things for kids and they definitely have something for the kids this year on the 30th of january they have a kids day the whole day is dedicated to the to the children so if you've got kids and you want them they want to see hot air balloons and stuff like that as well as activities for them then this is definitely one worth checking out there's also something called night glow which is on the 1st of february and it's um it's it's a unique uh you know environment they've got a a sound and light show um and so that's definitely worth checking out just because that sounds awesome hot air balloons at night Uh, sounds dangerous it does sound dangerous but i'm sure i'm sure it's very safe um there's really a a bunch of stuff on and tickets aren't actually that expensive if you want to you know have access to this sort of thing you know on the saturday and sunday tickets are only 15 francs um the wednesday afternoon that's the children's day that's five francs so you know it's a it's a, a good value uh thing and who doesn't love you know, an Instagram photo of hot air balloons. And this is your chance if you live in Switzerland to see hot air balloons, get a good, um, you know, Instagram photo. Do it for the gram. Yeah, exactly. So you can, you can have uh, balloon flights as well, which is obviously much more expensive than just the ticket price. You can uh, go up in a hot air balloon starting from 195 uh, francs for children, 390 for adults. That's not three francs 90, that's 390. Uh, there's also helicopter tours um, with, um, you know, that are, that are actually reasonably priced 50 to 60 francs. Now, I know you don't like heights, but helicopter flights are a lot of fun so that's definitely worth checking out if the 390 francs is a little bit (laughs) too much for the balloon flight i imagine it's cold in january in a hot air balloon so pack a jacket being in an an enclosed helicopter might be the better the better way to go you can also uh do a tethered flight um sounds dangerous but i'm sure it's not so (laughs) uh if that is you know is something that that you're interested in seeing then the vord area has has all of that the um you know i think that it's probably a very very busy thing they have lots of information on their website about parking which i find very strange but uh parking is actually free so there you go that is yeah, you don't see that much in Switzerland. No, parking that's why I mention it, you know, parking information. I don't have parking information on this, but it is the World Snow Festival in Grindelwald, and it's the 37th World Snow Festival, and it's taking place January 21st through the 26th, and this year's theme is Dream. So what the Snow Festival is, it's a celebration of ice-cold art where international artists design figures and sculptures out of a meter-high blocks of snow. The World Snow Festival has grown into one of Grindelwald's most fascinating and popular winter events, and it's a fixture on the annual calendar. The event started in 1983 with a gigantic Heidi sculpture honed out of snow by Japanese artists and has come of age as a cultural happening that firmly belongs in a village at the foot of the Eiger. A jury of experts judge the giant snow sculptures and according to criteria of top Topicality? Did I say that right? Topicality? Originality? Topical. Originality and skill. So the public is welcome to give their impressions of the works of art, which will be taken into account by the judges, which Mm. is really cool. Again, it's the 21st through the 26th. There's going to be 10 teams of nine nations. There's 12 sculptures. It's free to go to, and you can go check out these sculptures, help 
determine who's going to win. Um, and if you've never been to Grindelwald, it's a cute little town. Uh, bring your skis or some great skiing down there. Uh, and you could also win prizes, which is cool. Uh, you vote for your favorite team, but in that voting, there's there's prizes for overnights, stay at the Sunstar Hotel Grindelwald, a voucher for private ski lessons, um, things like that. So, you know, all kinds of things you could win and a great little way to spend an afternoon uh, in the lovely winter town of Grindelwald. Does sound good. And I do love a free event. So let's stick with the free events. This one is the Vogelgriff in Basel. And um, I actually think this is a really fun one for the whole family. So late in the morning of a wintry day in January, this year it's happening on the 26th of January, a raft with a very strange crew floats down the Rhine. There are two drummers, two men carrying big flags and two cannoneers who repeatedly fire gun salutes. But the most important figure on the raft is a masked savage carrying an uprooted pine tree. Yes, an uprooted (laughs) pine tree. Okay. He makes some dance steps uh, constantly facing Klein Basel, um, which is on the right of the River Rhine. So just below the Mittelbrucker, which is the middle brook in town, the savage is met by two other strange creatures, a lion dancing on his hind legs and a griffin with a awesome beak. At noon, the three figures dance on the bridge, both jointly and alone, to the sound of drums. They carefully avoid looking toward Gross Basel, which is on the left of the Rhine, and they don't want to cross boundaries in um, at this section of town. So the wilder man, which is the savage man, Lou, the lion, and Vogel Griff, the griffin, are traditional symbols or symbolic figures of the three Klein Basel societies. In earlier days, they served military and political purposes. Now they're just part of social life and help to strengthen community ties in the small district of Klein Basel. If you have kids, it's worth going down to the Rhine just to see those uh, the rafts with um, all of those creatures and interesting characters, as well as the cannons and hearing them go off. That's a lot of fun. And if you uh, want to continue the excitement afterwards, then a lot of the restaurants and, and bars in Klein Basel will continue with drinking, music, fun. So it's, you know, it kind of goes for the whole day. It's definitely worth checking out. And that is happening on the 26th of January. And it is definitely one worth seeing at least once if you live in Switzerland. So if you're in Basel or if you're, uh, you know, close by, definitely come to Basel on the 26th and, and check it out. So from January 10th to January 20th in Lucerne, this is going to be the first year of this, the Lucerne Light Festival. So Lucerne has been known as the City of Light since the Middle Ages. And this year, the Lilu Light Festival is in its first edition. And what's going to happen is the town of Lucerne becomes a canvas for Swiss and international artists showcasing light in all its fascinating facets. So from the 10th to the 20th, each night between 6 and 10 p.m., you can walk through Lucerne Old Town and around the bay and discover all the luminous artworks that are installed in squares, tourist attractions, and alleys. Entrance is free. However, the highlight of the 10-day event is the Genesis Light Show at the Hofkirche. So ceilings, walls, and other structures within the Hofkirche are brought to life through light projections. The visitor immerses him or herself in a fantasy world of colors, lights, and music. On selected dates, organist Wolfgang Sieber plays along to the light show. Both shows can only be visited with appropriate tickets. 
As I said, Lucerne has been known as the City of Light since the Middle Ages. According to a legend, a light-bearing angel showed the first inhabitants of Lucerne the place where they should erect a chapel dedicated to St. Nicholas. Today, that is where Hofkirche now stands. So the Lilu comes from the club, which is a Verein, as they say in German, that was founded by the Lucerne Hotels and Lucerne Tourism in September 2018. The goal of the Lilu Lucerne Light Festival, which is going to be held annually in Lucerne, is to make the city of Lucerne even more attractive to residents and guests during the cold winter months and to literally make the city of lights shine. So it's a nice free event. Head on down. Lucerne is an absolutely stunning town. You have the amazing water, the the, the mountains in the background. It's, it's gorgeous. So go there and then stay for the nighttime and walk around the old time to check out the lights. All right, Don, here's an interesting one for you. Legend has it that a witch once got up to her tricks at Belle Alp, which is in the Valais region. In her honor, one of the biggest and most unusual downhill races in Switzerland is staged on the panoramic sun terrace each January. The skiers are dressed up as witches wearing scary masks. <laughs> in this outfit, they race from Hochstock, Hacks out. Oben and Hax Unten on the slopes as far as Kumata, then on down the valley from there via Tushugen. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Don't Google these names. <laughs> no, but all I'm just picturing is so it's a bunch of witches. People dressed up. People as dressed witches. up as witches. So the finishing line skiing down a hill. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a witches ski race. The finishing line for the witches race is the pretty mountain village of Blatten. So. If you want to race, um, either as a witch or as a normal human being, you can. You can. <laughs> can I just dress up as a witch? You can. You can. There, there's a whole um, bunch of events that is going on in the, the Bell Alp region um, that is all based around this, this witch's race. So you can... Um, you can race as a witch, on the, and it's called the Witch's Descent, okay. and it's the 37th year that they're running it, and it's happening on the 19th of January. So you you do need to register to become a witch to race down the, uh, the ski slopes. Now, there is a distinction to be made, however. If you want to race as an actual racer to try to win, you can, and you don't need to dress up as a, a witch for that part. Now, that part is taken very seriously, and there's, like, timed runs and you know that they're they're, um, they're given a medal if you win and everything and and each year uh that you race it it helps to put you in a better position for the next year so people take that part very very seriously but if you want to be a witch and ride uh, and ski down the mountain then you can that part is not so serious where it's timed or anything like that and all you have to do is register on their website which is the uh bell alp hexa which hexa means witch and 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 you can and you can race in it and and the the registration is still open all the way up until uh the 11th of january so there's actually a bunch um the official one is on the 19th of january but there is another one on the 12th of january so you know there's a bunch that one's called the mini maxi witch there's also witches nights so you can Go skiing, and then you can go and watch some spooky music. <laughs> and there's some music in, you know, the Apri ski parties. And so that's a Friday and Saturday. That's you know, live bands, DJs, and you know, it's a it's a fun event for the Valley region. And it is 
obviously a lot of fun. The idea is that you dress up like a witch, you look scary. It's fun. I never, I never knew that there was so much, uh, it, I guess, fascination with witches in this country. Well, just in this particular region, I su- suspect. So there's also a children's afternoon, which is on the 12th of January. So if you've got kids, then there is a whole afternoon that is um, dedicated to them. And that's on the same day as the mini maxi race. So if you are doing the mini maxi race as a witch, then you could, you know, your kids will have something to do um, with fun and games. This almost this I feel like this might get you back on skis. Uh no. No. No, not okay. for me. Sorry. But if you are a witch or a wizard or a good skier, then then you <laughs> is can Is that do what it. a male witch is, a wizard? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but you have to dress up as a witch. There's no wizards on this on this descent. It's all about the witches. The, all the men dress up as witches. You know, all the women, all the kids. So, there you go. So, if you want to to do that, the the website is Bell Alp hexa.ch and uh it looks like a lot of fun people take it you know not too seriously as in they all dress up and have a lot of fun but you know it is clearly a very serious event clearly so here's what we're going to do this is going to be posted on our facebook page if they're with all the in in the show notes we're going to have all the links to everything we talked about most importantly if there's something we didn't mention that you feel should be mentioned please leave a comment on our facebook post uh, that accompanies this this podcast and let everybody know about it. Let us know about it because we're always looking for things to do, especially in January where I know I need to get out of the house or I'm going to be a crazy person. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I am. All right, so that does it for uh, this edition of the special edition of Swiss Pets. For Susie, I'm Don. Yummy bonkers, it's an open